We talk about wristwatches today with a skilled craftsman in Lincoln who grew up repairing them. Dave Wolf was trained by his father. They worked at JCPenney downtown. Dave then worked on wristwatches at the Time Out, located in the Centrum, opening the Time Shop in 1989. Dave, welcome to Lincoln Live and conversation about what you do for a living and have for a long time. Well, thank you very much. It's great to talk with you. Do you recall the first time piece you ever took apart? It's probably five or six years old, and my dad got me a plastic clock, and you could take the back off of it, and all the wheels pulled out individually. I must have taken that thing apart thousand times and put it back together and it worked pretty much every time I did it. <laughs> Taking it apart's the easy part. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Getting it back together and having it run good is, is the tough part. So what fascinates you about wristwatches? Uh, if you get one that, um, I think the, the biggest thing is, is getting one that, that comes in in not very good condition and restoring it and getting it to run great. That's That's the most fascinating thing to me is to watch the balance wheel move back and forth and and just it's just fascinating to me I, I love it you've seen quite a evolution yeah when i started in um 68 um there was no such thing as a quartz watch the the first um Bulova accutrons which was an electric watch that uh run on a battery and it charged a tuning fork so it had a hum to it that was man that was started in the late 50s i believe early 60s and then the the digital watches came along in the 60s, uh, late 60s, early 70s along in there, and then you just had to press a button and the light would come on the LED, and then the quartz watches, the quartz analog with the hands on it came along in the in the 70s, and so it's just been a humongous change, just unbelievable. Take me through your personal timeline. You started with your dad in J.C. Penney, which had an escalator. And yes, wow, you did. I thought I was in the big city when I saw that. Yeah. What year was that? I started part-time with my dad the day I turned 16 was 1968, and I started uh, full-time in 1970 when I graduated from high school. And I worked with my dad um, in J.C. Penney in the corner there at 13th and O until uh, he, he died in um, 1982. And then um, Penny's decided that we needed to be on the fifth floor, which did, didn't work out very well. So I got together with uh, Tom Wright of Wright's Jewelers, and we opened uh, Time Out over on the Skywalk by the Centrum, the Atrium, Miller & Payne over in there. And then in, uh, we were there till 1989, and then 89 we opened up uh, Time Shop, and we've been out here ever since. Is there a name for a, a person who fixes watches? The, the science of time and the watch repair people are called, called horologists, without the W. Okay. <laughs> Big differentiation there, Dave. <laughs> and then you opened up the time shop in 1989. 1989. Yep. Tiny pieces of anything stress me out, that, but, but that's all your work is, really, tiny pieces. Yeah, that's what I work on all day long. I work on some... Some things that are, we, I get into a lot of pocket watches nowadays because a lot of people are handing them down and so forth. So those are a little, little nicer to work on. But yeah, ladies' wristwatches, there's some screws in there that you you have to use magnification to basically see that it's even a screw. It looks like a speck of dust or something when, when it's just laying on my bench and I'm working with them. When you have them torn apart and you have your magnifying glass, is it a safe statement to say, and I ask this out of ignorance, that basically it's the same watch today that it was back in the century or so ago when pocket watches were 
popular? To a point. Um, they still make the mechanical movements. Of, there's a few of them still made, and those are still basically the same. You have the um, the train, which is the four or five wheels that push the escape wheel, which push the pallet fork, which, push the, which pushes the uh, um, balance wheel. But when you get into a quartz watch, especially the um, analog quartz, you still have the train, you still have the wheels going around, but it's pushed by a, a, a coil and a rotor and a stator that's actually charged with the battery. So that part of it is completely different in, in quartz battery watches. Time Shop specializes in, in watch repair of all types. Uh, we change batteries in most all watches. Uh, you, you size bands, you replace metal, leather, plastic, nylon watch bands, replace crystals, clean watches, replace rechargeable capacitors, and you do a whole lot more in there. What's the trend right now in wristwatches? Uh, I think the trend right now is, is they're kind of going to um, the, the ones that are solar, the ones that are charged with light, um, and that's where, we get, where you get into changing the capacitors. Um, but with but it seems like the, the vast majority of watches that I see come through here today are the ones that are, say, under $50 that are bought at a discount store, and we're just putting a new battery in them. So it's that, that part of it has really changed. And with the, you were speaking earlier about the um, iWatches and the phones and so mm -hmm. forth, that, is, that has made a huge, huge um, change in the watch repair field because a lot of those watches, we can't do any repairs with them. They're... Uh, their electronic circuit board in there, and you just you just don't even do any repairs with them. You replace them when they go bad. So it's like a Bic lighter. You just throw it away. Yeah, exactly. That's the way a lot of the, of the watches that are the inexpensive ones, that's what a lot of people do. You know, we tell them what it's going to cost for a battery, and they, well, I don't know whether I can, I want to spend that or, or just buy a new watch. What's the trend in wristbands? When my grandmother bought me a watch for my high school graduation, it was a metal band that clipped. You opened it up and it expanded the band and you put it around your wrist and then you would clip it. Mm -hmm. That was the thing back in the early 70s. Yeah. What is the thing now? It, does, it seems like the thing nowadays is the, is the leather strap. We sell really? a ton of leather straps, you know, because they only last a year, year and a half, something like that, which makes a difference. But most of the watches today, nowadays, come with a, a leather strap on them. Uh, we do have, there are still some available with that buckle on it, like what you're talking about. And then we sell, we still sell the Spidel Twistoflex bands that have been around for years and years and years. We still sell a lot of those, and those are very popular still. What's a good day for you, Dave? Is it when someone walks in with one of those old grandpa or great-grandpa pocket watches uh, or is it uh, maybe a watch that brings back a memory between you and your dad? What's a good day at the time shop? I love working on the old uh, pocket watches, and, and we're fortunate now because there's a lot of people that are, are bringing the old ones in. So I, uh, I, get, to see, I get to see a lot of those. Um, the, the thing about I think of my dad quite often was it would be interesting to, for him to come back and just to see what I do nowadays because when him and I were working together, we – did watch cleaning constantly every day all day long there was a lot of times when we had 60 to 80 watches sitting in our drawer waiting to be cleaned so we would do six to eight a day and then he would do six to eight a day and, and we would just do that constantly all day long well now i do maybe clean and overhaul jobs i do maybe four to six a week but we change 
30 to 40 batteries a day. So that's made the huge change. What's different? Don't watches get as dirty? These no, it's, it's the difference is, is they're, they're, they're quartz. Um, the bat- and oh. so the, the lubrication in them, there's not as much torque on the train as there is in a mechanical watch. So the, the cheap ones, the, the inexpensive quartz watches, they, if, a lot of them, if, you, if, you, um, if they break and they don't work, you get them rusty or something, you just buy a new one. You don't even, we don't even repair them. Uh, and there's a lot of them that we put new movements in, so we put the whole insides into them rather than doing any repairs on the movement because it's, it's more cost-effective to do it that way. I mentioned the wristwatch that my grandmother got me for my high school graduation. I thought I was on the edge of technology. It had the month and date included, where, and it was mechanical. So, yeah. so if a month had 30 days... The number thirty-one would would show up yes. on the next day, even though it was the first day of the next month, and then you had to fast forward. You had to do some things to it. Yeah, <laughs> I think it still works, but first I need to find it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, that's that's the problem with with a lot of watches that people have had over the years. They they're in a jewelry box or they're in a bedroom stand somewhere, and then you move and they're lost. Yeah, yeah, we're seeing. With the with the COVID thing, where a lot of people have been home for the last year, we're seeing a lot of watches, a lot of people coming in with handfuls of watches and say these were ones that were in my drawer. I was cleaning them out, or else I, you know, had, haven't been out for a year. So now I'm bringing them all in. So there, are people come in with five or six of them at a time, and we're putting batteries in them and checking them out and, and seeing what's going on with them. So that part of it, that's exactly true. There's a lot of people that. Do they just get stuffed away or misplaced, and, and then they don't they don't find them again for a long time? They those old watches do they become more valuable? Do they uh, do they appreciate? It depends on the on the individual watch, on the individual on the individual movement, and what the case is made out of. Um, the the p- problem with pocket watches is, is a lot of them there were so, there were so many of them made, and a lot of them are just a standard uh, lower grade mo- movement so you, there's not a lot of value to them some of them if they have a nicer say a 14 karat gold a karat gold case or something like that and the movement is a higher grade those appreciate in value and they're 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 worth more if the, if the movement is rare which we don't see very many of anymore um, if the movement is unusual then those those have appreciated in value but the vast majority of them probably 95% of them have not they've not appreciated at all Dave, what do you see as the future for the watch repair industry? I have a feeling that what's going to happen is going to be more of what we got going on now. Um, we're going to see a lot of a lot of places um, changing a lot, a lot of batteries. Um, and I see there's some. What's going to happen is the repair side of it is going to end up just with the higher grade movements. Um, the still the higher grade. Uh, Companies still manufacture very, very nice movements. Those are going to be around for a long, long time. But a lot of the, uh, the the mid-grade and so forth, they just get to the place the cases wear very badly, and they don't. They're just not. They just don't have any value to them, and, and you can't do a lot of repairs on them. But I, I would like to think, though, that there will always be a need for you and your skill in the future, because there will always be someone like me who has grandma's watch that they got for their graduation. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think there will be, but it's gonna, it's gonna continue to change, and you know, the changes I've seen in the last um, fifty years have been absolutely amazing, and I have a feeling the same thing is gonna happen as we go forward. Now, how about you at the time shop? 
Well, um, I'm 68 now, so um, I don't know for sure what the future holds. I can see um, some things happening physically to me that, um, you know, I'm not as young as I once was, so I don't have the, I, I can't do things like I did at one time. But um, there's most everything I can still do, so I'm going to keep I'm going to keep working as long as I can. I still love it. I mean, I enjoy coming to work every day. Um, I enjoy the mechanical part of it. That's always been fascinating me is the mechanical working on the mechanical watches. So we'll be around for uh, as long as we're able. Time shop next to McDonald's. We hear the commercials on KFOR. 6450 O Street. There you Lincoln. go. <laughs> there you go. Lincoln, Nebraska. Yep. Dave Wolf joining me. Dave, thank you. I hope you uh, continue to do what you love to do for many, many more years. Thanks thank you, Dale. It's great talking with you. Thanks for your time. Dave Wolf you from the Time Shop joining me on Lincoln Live.